Guys, I'm bringing the party to you. Samsonite. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. I'm not even mad. That's amazing. Great to have you on the Stephen Corson Show, where we like to talk about money, life, and everything else. This show is all about revamping how you think about money and how to use it to live the life that you want. I'm excited you made this show part of your financial journey. So let's get to it. Guess what? It's 2022, and it is full steam ahead. It is January 11th. I've been living in this new house for two weeks now. I am sleeping on a bed that is not my bed because hashtag supply chain issues. And uh, yeah, everything got delivered uh, for the bedroom furniture except the bed. And yeah, I don't have a desk, don't have the office set up. Everything's still in boxes, but it doesn't matter because you know what? It's 2022 and I got goals and maybe you do too. Or maybe some of you call them resolutions. Well, I'm here to tell you, forget resolutions. Let's talk about how to set real goals and how to achieve them. Look, I don't go to the gym for the first month in January. I find other ways to work out. Why? Because everybody's getting their resolutions in. So what does that mean? It means they feel guilty or maybe they just want to look good to fit in that bathing suit that they got for Christmas, you know, before, you know, summer starts showing up or spring and all these other things. Got to work on the tan, yada, yada. Therefore, they got to go earn that bod and they show up to the gym. And what ends up happening after about three to four weeks, they fade out and then you can actually get some time on the leg machine. (laughs) Just kidding. There's always time on the leg machine because even gym bros skip leg day most of the time. But I digress. I know I'm in a really chipper mood uh, to start 2022. So let's dive in to why just forget resolutions completely. Forget the word resolutions. There's no nobody even uses the word resolution at any other point in the year other than right at the beginning of January or right at the end of the December when they're setting resolutions that they're going to give up on in about three to four weeks. We are here to set goals and we are here to achieve them. We're not playing around because if you're listening to this podcast, I know for a fact that you are pretty serious about improving your life and that's what I'm here to help you do. So here are some quick tips on how to set real goals and how to achieve them. And real quick, one I'm not going to sit here and patronize you about how to set a proper goal, but I am going to say one thing. You need to make sure that your deadline to that goal is rock solid. Do not, uh, what, you know, if you can tie it to like an event, like if you have a fitness goal and there's like a marathon or some mud race or whatever you want to do and it's on a certain date, boom, that's great. Get registered for it. Pay the money now. That's an awesome kind of um Uh, you know, firm deadline that you can have. But if not, that's fine. You need to have a September 30th, uh, July 15th, you know, September 3rd, whatever the date is, it needs to be a firm date and do not change it no matter what happens. If you fail, you fail. That's fine. But at least you tried. Set the date, let it go and don't change it. Okay, so that's all I'm going to say about that because people do that all the time. And they, one, either don't set a deadline, which then completely nullifies it from being a goal and makes it a wish. And two, they will set the the date and the deadline for it, but then they'll move it. And, oh, oh, well, you know, this happened. And, and, you know, all the excuses come out. Oh, oh, well, this was going on. Oh, oh, I got busy doing that. that. I don't care. Okay. We are here to succeed or we are here to fail. And even failure can be a success. 
But what is not acceptable when it comes to goals is to constantly be moving the finish line just because we're scared of what the result will be. That is not an acceptable result for goals. Success and failure is constantly moving the goalpost and never succeeding or failing. That's the worst thing that you can do. We'll talk about that another time is why, but I want to keep this short and sweet so you can get to setting those goals. Go ahead and get that piece of paper out. Here we go. So number one, do not choose more than three goals because you will become too unfocused. There is so much science behind uh, the set of threes. This happens in business. Nobody sets more than three options in front of somebody. Uh, I mean, if you go to a restaurant, how many cup sizes do they have for you to get a drink from? Small, medium, or large? Three sizes. There's a lot about the science of three, so just trust me on this one. I'll give you stats and you know, studies and scientific stuff later if you don't feel like looking it up yourself. But the reality is this. You do not want to set more than three goals. You will not. You will significantly reduce your chances of being able to go out and actually achieve them because you will be too spread thin from a resource perspective. You won't have enough time. You won't have enough money to dedicate to it. Will, energy, all those things. You'll become too unfocused. So that is number one. No more than three goals. Number two, write them down. Okay, I'm not joking. When I say go get a piece of pen, a paper, I don't care if you need to type it on the note section in your phone and set it as your background, put it on your desktop, tape it to your mirror, whatever you do, it needs to be written down and it needs to be somewhere where you're going to see it all the time. It doesn't matter if it becomes part of, you know, the decor, right? You have this written down as just state, you know, or taped to your to your mirror. Like that doesn't matter. The fact is subconsciously you're seeing it, it's there and it will trigger your focus. You will not believe this, but it's true. If you just write it down, that's all you have to do is write down your goal. You will increase your chance of success by 40%. That's stupid. Like when you consider how easy it is to just write something down and that it will increase your chance of success by 40%, there's literally nothing in the world that you can do to increase your chance of success by 40% with such little effort. So if you don't write them down, you are just that much, like you are just incredibly not serious about these goals. So you might as well just give up on them right now. Okay. Write them down, increases your chance of success by 40%. Again, scientifically backed, it's unbelievable, but psychologically, it is gas to your fire. So you have to write them down. Number three, estimate how much money will be needed to achieve these goals. Now, this is something that is a great exercise that would require you to actually create a budget, okay? Need to get a budget. Guess what? If you had a budget in 2021, that budget doesn't mean a damn thing. Why? Because inflation. Talked about it all last year. Inflation was pretty much right at 7%. Cost of living has gone through the roof. My gosh, groceries alone are unbelievably expensive, okay? You have to adjust your budget. If, it, if you even did a budget in the past three months, I would say go back and reevaluate, look at your bank account because you could be over. The, the cost of everything is just going up insanely and it's not going to get much better anytime soon. So you need to have a budget. Then when you have your budget 
and you can put a relative price tag. You're going to have to do a little research on some of your goals. All right. If you want to go travel Europe for two weeks, uh, you know, it's going to be hard with lockdowns. But if you want to go when it does open up, you need to go and research and estimate how much that's going to cost. So if that is going to take you roughly about $4,000 with the plane trip, you know, staying in hostels, but eating at really nice restaurants because you want to try different foods there, whatever the case is, then boom, $4,000, tie that to that goal. And then you can start looking at your monthly budget, seeing if there's any wiggle room. Do you have side hustles? Do you have ways to get uh, more money at the job you do, whether you're hourly, you can work overtime, et cetera, et cetera. That is how you're going to be able to figure that out. Money is something that always needs to be factored in whenever you are trying to achieve something new. It doesn't matter what it is. Even if you're a high school athlete who's like, I want to go to a D1 school on a scholarship and in uh, track and field. Well, guess what? You need to increase your speed, your times, your technique. You might want to pay for additional training outside of the high school. Uh, you may want to hire a tutor for uh, you know certain classes to maintain your grades for scholarship levels. Um, you're going to need some great track shoes. I'm sure those aren't cheap. I'm definitely not a runner, so I would not be the expert on uh, the cost of track shoes. But anything uh, that you have to buy at a high level when it comes to shoes normally isn't cheap. So money is something that, like I said, even if you're not right, uh, you know, exactly 100% on knowing the cost, because there's always going to be additional costs and things that come up. Do your best to estimate how much it's going to cost, and then tack on another 30% to what you think it's going to be. So in the Trackstar example, if, you know, some extra tutoring or training and, you know, the best equipment, all these other things that you can do, if you think that's going to cost you $2,000, $3,000 for the year, we'll then tack on another 30% to that number just to make up for all the unknown costs. And if you come in under budget, great. But at least that way you're prepared for some of the things that you just aren't aware of. Number four, tell at least, and this is really important, okay? A lot of people feel uncomfortable doing this, but please take this into consideration. Tell at least two close friends or family members what your goals are because the fear of embarrassment is a powerful driving force, okay? Listen, I never said that, you know, how to achieve these things was always going to be fun, all right? But it is just the truth the, the people don't like to be embarrassed. And this is a lot of times why they don't put goals out there uh, for other people to know, because they if they do fail, it's normally bad enough just knowing that they did it. Um, and this is where one of the, the greatest, uh, you know, if you want to call it poems ever written was The Man in the Arena, I think by Theodore Roosevelt. And uh, if you look that up, it's talking about the person who's actually out there, who's actually doing things and what the critics, uh, you know, look like from the perspective of the, the person that is standing in the middle trying to accomplish whatever it is they're doing. It's amazing. Check it out. The man in the arena. Um, just an amazing, very, uh, I've got it on my phone, very inspiring poem uh, to take with you. But if you tell two people close to you, hey, I want to achieve this by this date, that will be stuck in the back of your head and if they really love you, they will ask you about it regularly. And I'm telling you, oh my gosh, it will drive you to achieve them in ways that is almost embarrassing. It's almost embarrassing how much we care about what other people, even me, 
I am pretty notorious for not giving a crap what people around me think, um, almost to a fault, including people that I probably should give a crap what they think. Uh, but even I care. Even deep down inside, there's that little voice going, are you really not going to get your fat ass to the gym right now because you told your wife that you were going to shed 25, 30 pounds you know, that you've put on since COVID? I mean, it's there. That voice is there. As much as I like to say it's not, it is. So these are great, uh, great ways for you to enable yourself psychologically is by telling people to hold you accountable. Number five, make micro goals that help you reach your larger goals. So this just goes along with the saying of, you know, nobody climbs a mountain without taking the first step. Just focus on that first step, then focus on that second step, that third step, these micro goals. If you have a goal that is going to take all year to achieve from January to December, well, don't focus on the end result in December. Focus on, you know, first off, what you're going to do to get you somewhere within 90 days, that first quarter. And then, you know, back it up and say, okay, well, where do I need to be by the end of January in order to be well on my way to the end of that goal at the end of March. And listen, not everything is completely linear. You know, if your goal is to run a marathon, you're not going to equally be, uh, you know, running the the same amount of miles, you know, spaced out through the year, you're going to start off real slow, you're going to be like, okay, well, I've never ran a marathon before. So to start off, uh, you know, my first step is going to be running a mile. Uh, and that's it. Okay, now, I'm trying to run two miles. And by the end of the first month, my goal is to run two and a half miles. And then the next month is to run three miles and to run it as fast as I did the two and a half miles. And then, you know, you're not just going to start running 16 miles. That's that's insane. That's stupid. But we do that with a lot of other goals. So don't focus on that. Make micro goals and they will help you reach your larger goals. If your goal is that you want to have $20,000 invested in the stock market. Okay, well, that's great. But don't assume that you're just going to be able to throw it all in there. If you can, that's awesome. And if you can (laughs) set a goal and achieve it that quickly, guess what? You need a bigger goal. So the micro goals will help you feel that sense of achievement. You'll start getting wins along the way. It will start to build confidence. You'll also fail along the way, which will get you comfortable with failure. This is the power of micro goals. And when you start doing that and you start focusing on these little things, you'll stop and look back in 90, 180 days and go, oh my gosh, look at the change that has happened. I, I didn't even completely realize that I had lost, you know, 15 pounds already. And people were, were telling me I looked thinner. I, I didn't feel like I was because I'm looking at myself in the mirror every day. So the change is so minute, but you know, somebody that hadn't seen me in two months, man, they really saw a difference. So micro goals, they're the way to go. All right. Sixth, last one. This is very much in line with the micro goals is focusing on the small steps and not the big leap. So yes, you need to make the micro goals, but guess what? You got to focus on those micro goals. You got to focus on the small steps. When you are, if you watch any of these, um, any of these documentaries of these people that are climbing Mount Everest, the tallest mountain in the world, they rarely ever are trying to look up and see the summit. Like they do it when they're resting. You know, and, and that's kind of, you know, plays to the analogy when you're when they're taking time off to kind of rest, and you know, then they'll look up and see the people when they're climbing. They are literally going, where is my next foot going? They have to make sure that they have 
sure-footedness. They have to make sure that you know they're not stepping somewhere where the snow is so soft that it will cause them to to sink in too much and exert too much energy of having to lift themselves up when there's a sheer rock wall in front of them the you know figuring out how they're going to get around it i mean it is challenging but the only way the people have conquered the largest most dangerous climb in the world is not by just constantly staring at the top and working their way up there it's just by focusing okay where's my next step okay we're going up we're going up i'm tired my legs burn i need some rest but it's okay i'm on my way up i'm okay i'm gonna rest now I'm resting. Okay, let me look up. Man, it still seems really far away. But you know what? When I look back down, it's just as shocking to me how far I've come. That is what your focus should be on. Focus on the small steps, not the big leaps. So if you do those three things, don't choose more than three goals. Write them all down. Estimate how much money you're going to need to achieve these goals. Tell at least two close friends or family members. Make micro goals and focus on those micro goals, those small steps, not the big leaps. You do those six things and you have a real chance of succeeding in what you've done and changing your life. Hope that helps. Go kick 2022's ass.